0: Welcome back to ADHD Explorers. Ah, nice to have you here. <laughs> we are a group of 170,000 ADHDs who come together and believe that having this condition is not the end, but actually something amazing that we can harness when we come together and learn about what the secrets of this kind of brain are. So thanks for joining us. Today, we're talking about big changes in life. You know, when the when the floor gets swooped out from beneath your feet, what do you freaking do? It's a lot of emotions. It's a lot of commotions. Sometimes you just don't know what is going on. So settle in, go for a jog, whatever you want to do and enjoy. Because today we're talking about yeah, we're all going through big changes. Ooh-hoo. and you can't stop the tide. Oh, but we can ride it. Big changes. Oh, we can ride it. So let's ride it, baby.
1: <laughs> all right so we are back we've been a couple weeks since we recorded um but we are today talking about big changes
0: big changes i going
1: through changes
0: transition motherfucker
1: <laughs> if anyone watches big mouth they'll know where that comes from (laughs) big
0: changes yeah so we all go through them maybe it's moving house maybe it's um even going on a holiday can Mm. do these things where we just get super super like tied up in a knot and we're trying to work out how to make these transitions real smooth Mm. today
1: so what kind of sparked this for me was um on monday i just had this overall general feeling of existential dread mm. <laughs> and i couldn't put a finger on it i was like what's going on why do i feel this way why am i like what what why do i feel just like a big anxious potato that's what i wrote in my journal i said today is an anxious potato day
0: oh that's good that's good
1: <laughs> yeah
0: I found- and i yeah
1: had no idea what was going on mm. and um and then i realized uh that you know monday started my official i am no longer employed by my previous employer mm. they um took me off their work email and their slack like i finished on friday and i don't know why i thought maybe i would there would be like a slow transition of like oh yeah like they kind of let it hang on for a little while but no nope. I was gone.
0: <laughs> so they let you go.
1: Yeah. So I got made redundant, um, and thankfully I'm getting a good payout from them, and I'm actually starting doing some other work, both with ADHD doers and with um, someone else. Cool. And that's great in itself, but I don't know why I didn't put. I couldn't put my finger on it. On the day I was like, I just feel uncomfortable the whole yeah. day, and then I realized like, oh yeah, it's because. This is a big change. It's a big transition.
0: I feel like that inner, there's like a logical brain, but there's that inner emotional monkey thing. Mm. And sometimes it flips out and it's clever. It knows when something is wrong or something is different or something has changed. Mm -hmm. And I think um, even when we get like broken up with by a long-term partner, for example, or we break up with them, our habits are so ingrained with that thing like mm-hmm. with your job, for example, that it's like the floor has been taken out from under our feet and we're like, what are we doing?
1: Yeah, I think that's a, a, exactly it because like I like went to check my work email in the morning.
0: No. And then it was
1: like, well, <laughs> I mean, or I got like, you know, this normal Twing. kind of, yeah, Notification something. in then, your brain. Yeah, I actually did get a notification of, you are no longer logged in on this email basically and um then yeah it was not it wasn't it's exactly what you're saying it's like this inner feeling of of mm, something's not the same something's not right like i wasn't having these conscious anxious thoughts of big changes happening what are you going through what are you doing (laughs) like you know sometimes anxiety presents as like racing thoughts yeah and sometimes it's very much like a body feeling
0: like a pure emotion yeah
1: yeah exactly and and that's what it was and i think that's why i was like i don't know what i'm going through. well it's so cool that
0: you can (laughs) tune into that and realize okay this is my body telling me i need to address something and i need Mm -hmm. to like process something here Mm -hmm. it's saying yeah and also
1: I just want to give a shout out to anyone on Instagram who responded to me because oh. I put up a story late later that day. The first one I put up was like, oh, can anyone tell me why I have just just a general feeling of existential <laughs> dread?" <prepared?" laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. Um, you know, like in my normal jokey way, because that's how I deal with shit. Yeah. Uh, and then later in the day, <laughs> I like put up another story and I was like crying. I was like, yeah, I just want to say like, this is really not nice. Like these days... When, when you just feel off mm. and you don't know why it's not nice it's uncomfortable and I you're just like on the edge of tears or in tears all day and have a knot in your stomach and it's like ugh. and I put that up and I c- cannot even count how many DMs I had of people just being like it's okay I'm there for you mm. just remember it'll get better and I just want to like Say yeah.
0: thank you. <laughs> yeah, the community is amazing. Thank you. Everyone. Yeah. 170,000 really friends going through the <laughs> same thing as, uh, as we all go as each other, you know?
1: Yeah. So, have you had any big changes in your life lately?
0: Well, I was thinking about like the this shift I had. I, like, we had this COVID time, right? I was in the house all day, every day, la la la. Mm. And then we went on like to do a road trip because you could, like, go around in your car. And I don't know what happened, but I just had a massive meltdown on, like, the first Mm. day. And I was, like, really agitated at every little thing. And I was crying super strong. And I I didn't actually know what it was. I was like, this is something to do with ADHD or ASD. But I Mm. honestly... I don't know what this is. Like we're on we're on holiday, you know. It's supposed to yeah. be like, a good thing, but I think it was such a shift of like pattern or something that, mm-hmm. and there were lots of unknowns. And I think that when you transition from like a comfortable place to a place where you have to like make new behavior and react to what's around you, mm. it's it's a new kind of neural network in your brain. It's a it's a new chunk, mm-hmm. and so. There's this cool concept that I really wanted to share at some point today, which I call walking on fire, which okay. is really cool. And it's when yeah. you get to the end of your comfort area, and when you are doing new things, it's like you do have to do things that are uncomfortable and you have to do things that you haven't like worn in to your habits yet, and that is mm. really uncomfortable. And I call it mm-hmm. walking on fire because yeah, it's uncomfortable, but it's like pretty cool to walk on fire. And it's making you <laughs> who you are. Um, but I just wanted to mention that because I might bring it up randomly.
1: That's yeah, my yeah. answer so to life. When we're walking on fire. So right now I'm kind of trading on fire. A
0: bit. Maybe. <laughs> you're you're just sitting on fire like, ah! i
1: sitting on a pile of coals. <laughs> 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 I'm like, why is my butt hurt? <laughs> yeah so. I feel like that's what it's like sometimes. And you're sitting right on top of the thing that is causing you distress. And you're like, why?
0: Why? <laughs> why is this <laughs> happening to me? Wow, that's really true. It's really true. You just sit on it like, why isn't this calming down? Oh, I have to do yeah. something about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I have to deal with it. It's interesting, though, that you say, you know, you're, you're in this... A space of like being on holiday and you're supposed to be in you know feeling happy but that you had a big meltdown Um, Because I'm looking at you know, there's an article in psych central about the warning signs of tipping points in an ADHD life and Mm. one of them is Well, it's one of the sections is life situations could be a tipping point so life situations changes in like what you are doing in your life at that time can put you in that state of emotional reactivity and so it's things like moving into a new house sleep deprivation new job or you know a big change maybe going on vacation in a normal year wouldn't be a big change but like you said we've been in our houses cooped up for a year yeah so going away and having freedom is a big change
0: (laughs) even like within that like chapter there was like lots of emotional reactivity and i think it's because like i did a huge move like i moved from england to america Mm. and i live here now and Mm -hmm. i don't have that comfort of just knowing everything all the brands Mm -hmm. are different even the weights are different. Even the temperature is different. There's all these little things that mean I ha- my brain has to work harder. Mm. And when when you're in a land of familiarity, it's so easy and nice mm-hmm. and comfortable. And I think that going out of that, like, yeah, it's, it, it, it's, if you're not ready for what the changes are, it makes a huge difference to if you just go in blind.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And that's one thing, like, when I was doing research for this episode, came up again and again and again, is, like, you can almost, like, prime yourself for changes. And that makes Mm -hmm. it easier. Um, Well, they
1: talk about that with, like, you know, um, sports and things like that, where they um, talk about, like, going through the situation in your head. Right. What is that called?
0: Visualization. There's, like, a term
1: for it. Yeah, visualization. And you basically go through all the possible different scenarios. Yeah. And then when you encounter them, your brain is like, I've done this before. Yeah,
0: it's rehearsed. And so it
1: doesn't feel uncomfortable.
0: Isn't that amazing? <laughs> like I was reading that like, the brain doesn't know the difference between real reality and our imagined reality, in our know? mm. minds. And they've like proven this with a bunch of science and Mm -hmm. i think it's really cool because i was thinking like let's say we're stressing out about something that's coming up in the future like Mm -hmm. what what is stress really it's like overthinking with information you don't have yet or don't have Mm -hmm. available Mm -hmm. and so going through a visualization of that situation helps you like maybe gather a little bit more information or it can help even calm your emotions because it's not as much of a like boom shock Mm -hmm. to the system so that's groovy that's cool
1: yeah so should we look at what some of the community said so i asked people i said how do you deal with big changes um well firstly i said does anyone else find big cha- or cha- change or change life changes really stressful and i kind of <laughs> put like two options on the poll and one was like a crying face with teeth gritted <laughs> and the other one was like a hair flick like shrug oh yeah and okay. i guess people would interpret that as like ah, i'm
0: fine whatever I'm, uh, i can own um
1: it. and like 82 percent of people did like a grimace face
0: <laughs> interesting it's funny because, yeah. like, the more we do these podcasts, and the more we explore, like, the different parts of being ADHD and also a human with emotions, is, like, the more I realize that all these little subtle things that I didn't even know were a part of it at all are part of it, you know?
1: Mm. Yeah, and it's funny because I always consider myself as someone who likes change because... I do like variety, but yeah. I think there is a difference between like those small changes of like mixing things up on a day to day, of like oh I'm gonna use pepper today instead of salt. Like why? Well, <laughs> <laughs> why would you do that? Always use both. Um, <laughs> but but like, you know, compared to uh, I'm starting a completely new job today, like those are very different things.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. It's funny what um, different things there are that can affect us. So, like, what did the community... Let's have a look at what the community said. Um, yeah. So, you asked... What was the question you asked? It was, like, how do you cope I with big changes, said, right? I
1: how do you cope with big changes? Yeah, yeah, like, that
0: would be amazing. So, I I have some here, but I'll talk about, like, my tips as they come up through exploring what people have said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So... Cool the first response this says write diary with post-it notes music cry nap rewatch series jog and cry
1: and then sounds, a hang loose so, yeah then I
0: hang loose a shaka <laughs> that sounds good to me to be honest you know what you know what talking about <clears throat> freaking journaling mm-hmm. okay like I, you know Addy knows that I have been really weird (laughs) with journaling. Like, I just don't want to do it. Like, uh, you give me a piece of pen and a paper and I'm just like, what do I do? Like, I don't even know how to channel my thoughts. Like, I don't know. Like, it's been stuck for some time or whatever. Mm. But now I've started to treat it like... It's like the captain's log of my life, Mm -hmm. you know? And so whatever I am doing, I've started to write down. And that really... Like I see why she said, this this, uh, person from the community said um, to journal why you're going through big changes because it helps get those thoughts out of your head. It helps process Mm -hmm. them, it helps crystallize them. And it also helps you have an opportunity for your brain to think what comes next? What's next Mm -hmm. in this um, adventure? And so I just can't believe how much of an aid it's been. As someone who's mm-hmm. been really like freaking out about what to write and oh, I get it wrong or I don't know what to write, blah, blah, blah. The yeah. way that seeing it just like a log of my life and mm-hmm. like a chance to write down, like, here's what I oh, okay, this is a massive tangent, but <laughs> god damn it, okay? Done lists are game yeah. changing. <laughs> what the frig is that about, okay? So, I know that, like, the guy who made the Bujo system is a legend. Mm Ryder Carroll, I love you. He did this journaling system that's called Rapid Logging. Mm -hmm. But I've made this new one. It's called Rapid Done Listing. Okay? (laughs) And so whatever, like, the good thing about Done Listing is you get this big spike of dopamine after you've done anything. And if Mm. you feel powerless and if you feel like you can't do anything, this is the way to escape. And so I've started doing this, like, Rapid done listing and so anything I do I write it down chopped avocado and I put a box next to it and I do a big jazzy tick and then I can write (laughs) comments in between but whatever it's just helped me think about it's reassured this part of me that is making me think like I can't do anything I have no personal power I can't lift myself up well freaking yes I can and all I needed was a done list to be like, mm. give me those boosts of dopamine, and now, like, let's see what I can do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, that was my side notes from journaling. Ju-
1: ju- <laughs> side note, but kind of related to uh, journaling. Yeah, but journaling is, um, I think, like you said, it's about it's a captain's log on life is a good way to put it um and sometimes it is it's just writing down what you did and then sometimes from that <laughs> from that comes out oh and i'm thinking this about that yeah or, and i'm feeling this about that yeah. Or, like I said, sometimes I just start off by writing today is potato. an anxious potato day. <laughs> anxious potato. Hello. <laughs> I refer to everything in my life as a potato. Like,
0: No, that's true. I swear, like writing down <laughs> your feelings, almost like I swear that when we're in a strong feeling, we just can't focus as easily. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think I read somewhere that when you're feeling a strong emotion... In, with ADHD or whatever, it closes down a prefrontal cortex, which is ri- literally your thinking part of your brain. Mm. So to come to focus again, it's great to feel those feelings and journal and recognize, I am feeling this. And I swear, mm-hmm. like when you, if you do it via thinking, I am feeling this, or even writing it down, it enables you to jump back into that thinking part of your brain again, you can focus.
1: Yeah, because Amazing. it's activating that more like logical side, and then by going, I am feeling this, then you can start to be like,
0: separate. Okay,
1: from. where does that feeling come from? Whereas when you're sat in it, it's like yeah, it's like whoa. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, it's paralyzing whoa. almost.
0: Yeah, what is with that? I don't know. We'll figure out one day. Yeah, emotions. Um,
1: another thing that a lot of people said mm. uh, was cry. Wow. Just cry. Some people just wrote cry. Some wrote uh, cry and stress a lot. Um, That's cool. I allow myself to feel the initial feelings and emotions in their entirety. If I need to cry, I cry. And there is something to that. Because I think sometimes when we're going through these big changes, whether it's A breakup, which I think naturally most people will cry during a breakup, Mm. or if it's a change of job or moving house, if you have this like overwhelming state of
0: (laughs) yeah, too much,
1: yeah, then sometimes crying in itself can just be a release. I love that, and it can help you to like feel more grounded.
0: Like, I've just been thinking, like, you know, I'm a 28-year-old male. And I think my whole life I was told, <laughs> man up, don't cry. All of mm. that kind of, like, what, what do they call it? Uh,
1: boys it, will be boys.
0: Yeah, like, you know, toxic masculinity stuff. Yeah. And I think that even hearing that it's an option to cry is really nice. It's yeah. really, really so many nice. people
1: said. I talk to my mum where I cry. No
0: way. Uh, good
1: cry. I mean, it's also important to note that I think eighty percent of our followers are women. Or um, really, yeah, something around that. Like a lot of the people on our um, Instagram, maybe not eighty percent. I don't know. I haven't done the full diagnostic, but mm. a lot, a lot of them are women. But. Crying under my pillow. Oh, um, (laughs) but men can cry. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just letting you know, it's okay. Let's do it.
0: I think like even being unafraid to cry is a powerful thing. Mm. It's like, I am one with my emotions and I'm not afraid to show it.
1: Yeah. I read somewhere and it was just probably one of those silly internet things, but it was like people who cry are actually stronger.
0: (laughs) That's so nice. But it's, I think even like, you're giving yourself the chance to process that emotion. You're giving yourself a chance to feel that emotion. And then so you can give yourself a bunch of love and be like, look, I am human. I feel these things. This is a really sad thing that's happened to me. I'm Yeah, or a stressful
1: thing or whatever. Because sometimes it's a good change, but you still feel anxious or upset about it. Yeah. You know? And, all those and emotions, that's okay.
0: <laughs> all, these, all these emotions can be fuel for things in the future too. Mm. You know, like, I think I was getting really, really stuck in the dumps because I was feeling powerless. I was feeling like I was losing my ability to do anything that my, my mind was stuck on. And I think that releasing myself from that has been, like, I don't know, life-changing in a way. I forgot what I was talking mm. about just then. But, uh, <laughs> but I don't know, like it's, it's like fuel, right? Because I don't want to be that kind of person in the future. I don't want to be a lazy slob that's doing nothing with their life. And mm. so like, you know, maybe one got dumped by someone and that's really bad, but that's fuel for the future again. Or like, I always call it like songwriting fuel or like feel for whatever creative mm-hmm. pursuit that you're doing that you have this like pure emotion that you can channel into a a beautiful place or a great place yeah. or a a place where you can share that with other people
1: mm-hmm. and that's that's nice because uh someone else who also said cry said cry and draw oh, so
0: that's nice
1: i think that falls into the same kind of um arena is like journaling you know it's just a way of kind of processing like what are these changes that i'm going through yeah and if you draw them out that's okay as well you know (laughs) maybe that's just the way that you figure out what that means to you
0: like what you were saying about visualizing in advance like priming yourself for the experience there's Mm -hmm. this exercise that i've that uh is a big one for Tim Ferriss. He's like a cool dude. Um, he recommends what is, like looking at what is the worst case scenario and like mm-hmm. what you will do in that situation.
1: Yeah, the way my therapist told me to do that like yeah. last year when I was um, dealing with um, anxiety. Yeah. He's like, okay, take it to the extreme. What's the worst thing that could happen? Yeah. and. How would you deal with that? And And you're like, okay, yeah, and you're like, okay, if that happened, I would do this, and this would happen, and yeah. Um, So like,
0: yeah. Sorry to interrupt, but like, (laughs) I started seeing it like a tree of possibility, right? Sometimes there's this like four way fork. If this happens, that happens. If this happens, that happens, and if you're anxious about something, you can pre-think the different scenarios and make the decisions in advance so then you really just don't have to worry in real time you've got it like pre-programmed does that make sense? yeah Yeah, because everything is a probability tree right maybe you'll go to the shops maybe you'll (laughs) go to the gas station first if I go to the shops first I'll do this if I go to the gas station first I'll do this Mm. And that's helped me so much Because sometimes It comes down to that is a big stressor And it's like in, inflicting all this stress In my head And it it allows me to just Think it through and I'm done I don't need to th- have that loop open In my brain mm. Which has been fantastic
1: Big I, changes there's an, attitude on, oh, there's an attitude There's an attitude There's an Article on attitude, ADD attitude, um, where the writer uh, Frank South is talking about uproot anxiety. Why do things have to change? Is what the article is titled. And just that term in itself yeah. is, is such a, a good way to um,
0: categorize right it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uproot anxiety. Because mm. it's like sometimes we're anxious about you know things that are happening or like perceived threats or worry or like you know whatever but uproot anxiety is this like okay everything's not what it was
0: (laughs) yeah so i've been reading a bit about framing and how how we feel about something is all to do with the narrative that we're telling ourselves. Like maybe we're on holiday and we're like, oh no, this is in quotes. Oh no, (laughs) why am I feeling so stressful? I don't like stress, ah. And that's the story we're telling ourselves. Or like it's all down to what is our emotional reaction to that thing? And that's based on what story we're telling ourselves. And so reframing is something that I've found really powerful in life because mm. you can reframe your story to one that suits you better and it's more fun for you. Like there was one member of our community that replied how do, in, to how do you cope with big changes? They replied to treat it like a, a huge adventure. Yeah, I love that. Because when the floor falls out from beneath your feet, yeah, you don't know how to walk, but maybe you can learn to fly. <laughs> How much? <laughs> yeah, what did can they say? I said I
1: frame them as fun new adventures, and I love that idea. And and that is actually you know like I was sick of my job.
0: <laughs> I was born yeah. In it.
1: I had said it so many times, and honestly, um, I'm fine with not doing that job anymore.
0: Yeah, it is
1: exciting. I have new things like they're fun, new challenges and adventures that I have coming forward. Um, But I think some of that anxiety comes from the choice was taken away from me, Mm. so I didn't quit. My job was removed, if that makes sense. And then it's more just... I think it's partly also down to routine change because I had my... Things I checked my emails in the morning, or I did Mm. X, Y, Z, Mm. and those things are gone now. And so it's making an adjustment. And what someone did say in their response on the um, Instagram story was, I lean into uh, routines that I know. Oh, that's nice. So let me find it. It was such a good response. It was like, you you kind of sink into and find comfort in oh yeah I really no sorry not that one I think it's nice
0: like to like when I've been broken up with or broken up with someone in the past to make a new routine and to choose new priorities right away and to keep busy is a really nice way I have found to deal with the change
1: Mm. yeah so that person said sink deeper into routines that will stay the same mm.
0: positive self-talk That's, nice. That's nice. this will
1: become my r- new routine
0: yeah like maybe you can up the self-love as the priority
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like
0: i read this uh this um how to journal if you have depression or adhd thread on reddit and
1: mm-hmm. it was
0: basically saying that when shit is crazy don't focus on like being the world's best bodybuilder or being the number one runner, just focus on like four key things that is an enabler for your functioning. So that's stuff like have a long, luxurious shower, mm. have, brush your teeth and like meditate in the morning or like do some yummy stretches. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things are things that are just like, can act as your core habit patterns And it means that you can build after those are normal things. Mm. You know what I mean? So then you
1: have these, when you, when you are going through a big change, like it's very rare that like everything changes all at once, right? Like sometimes it does happen. Like you break up with your partner and you move countries and you change (laughs) jobs. Uh, Like, yeah, it could happen all at once.
0: Yeah. Uh, When things (laughs) are really hard.
1: Yeah, it is. And I I have recently, like, I've talked about my partner on the podcast before. We did only start seeing each other this summer. Um, So that is something that has also changed relatively recently. Like, we're living in the same city now after having distance for the summer. And it's a good change, and I am liking it. But it is still another change on top of um, the whole job situation. And so, yeah, it's finding those things that are not changing
0: that you can lean into and hold on to maybe. Like bring some familiarity from the old world into the new. Yes. And that makes it easier. Oh, that's really nice. That's really nice. Cause like, I went from being single for like nine years to married in a new country. Yeah. And that was, that's like a humongous change. Yeah, and it's big. I kept
1: married in a new country in a pandemic.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a big shift, right? No wonder I was a bit weird for a bit, but you know, what's healed it? I'm going to say it again is journaling. Like I needed some time. Like I kept thinking to myself, I need to go away and like live in the woods for a week. I need to live in the woods for a week. I need to just go and live in the woods. But what I really needed to do was write out my thoughts and to crystallize my new reality and maybe bring some British snacks to America or, like, some mm. random things to America or, like, play my old songs from my old life, you know, and bring them to this new, upgraded Beno. And I mm-hmm. think that's all I needed is a, a good amount of journaling, like, just, like, four hours of journaling will fix you up <coughs> with reframing in mind. Don't you, don't mm. you reckon? It's, like sometimes i feel like i can do anything if i'm in the state of like i am growing at the moment but if i'm in the state of oh no the world is shitting on me then i'm the loose (laughs) goose
1: yeah it's about reframing how you view those changes are they happening to you or are you making changes in your life
0: do you think there's something to adhd and making your own decisions because like there seems to be some sort of thing with authority like we don't like authority we oh, like yeah, we to not
1: like being told what to do we like to think that it was our idea
0: <laughs> yeah like what's the deal with that i we have to explore that sometime but it's a really interesting topic like why why do we not like yeah. authority why do we not being told what to do that's a juicy one let's yeah. see what other people have said eh?
1: yes have you got one up
0: not yet you find a new routine early on you can change it after but by doing that you have some structure oh mm-hmm. i would love i think to talk- this is
1: similar to like leaning into the old like things that are not changing but it's also like okay well now i can do this like i'm gonna Walk my dog in the morning, which I always nice. say I'm going to do, but I never do. I Because you're checking your emails. And... Mm, or just I'm like still half asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that when I do do it, <laughs> I uh, am more awake because I'm moving my body in the morning.
0: Yeah, and that feels good. Moving a body in the morning. Holy mm. moly. Why is that <laughs> such a good one? You know, I woke <laughs> from a dream once. It was like, and I just... I was like feeling stuck in life, and I just woke up with this message that was like, move in the morning. <laughs> it was like a like a voice from the universe or something, and I was like, holy moly, I think this is it. This is how to get rid of that morning grog that I like hate, to move in the groove in the morning. I think it's the secret, isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah. Once you move your body, everything's fine.
0: What's the deal? <laughs> yeah. I just feel like a slug in the morning until I wiggle around. I know.
1: I'm the same until I've had three coffees. And then I'm like, okay, I can function. Is it normal you Three coffees.
0: Now. No way. That's amazing. Uh, you know, I've had to go probably zero. probably because I'm
1: unmedicated. Blah, 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 blah.
0: I know. We always replace. Like, I've seen that a lot. Like, I've definitely done it when unmedicated is like have. Loads of caffeine to make up for it.
1: Yeah, should probably or
0: exercise.
1: I should I should do that. You're an but. exercise <laughs> legend, huh? I am, but it wasn't. <laughs> I exercise in the evening. Okay. A lot of the time, I'll go to the gym after I'm done working, or in the afternoon, or I go play sports mm. at, in the evening because that's the only time that we can get the pool. Um, <laughs> oh, cool! But I need to start. Exercise. you Just moving my body in the morning,
0: I think. Jiggling take the dog right.
1: for a walk. Have I'm a going help. to take the dog for a walk tomorrow morning.
0: Cool. I'm seeing the real-time healing and moving on <laughs> from your, oh, no, I got fired. <laughs> real-time yeah. through this podcast. Not fired, made redundant. Made redundant. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Improved and grooved. It's funny how, I don't know, you said that you didn't like your job to your boss. You were like, I don't like this. And now you're free from it.
1: Yeah. And I'm happy to not be working in that job anymore because, yeah, I wasn't loving it. But it is also, you know, there was a sense of comfort in that. Yeah. Of having the the same thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I was taking my time to let go of it. Yeah. But I need to just let it be yeah i think i'm coming to the conclusion right now that maybe i just need to do what you do with a breakup and break up with my old job (laughs) (laughs) but you know like there's that whole thing of like when you write a letter to your old partner and you light it on fire you take it set it into the ocean or whatever it is
0: yeah
1: Uh, or like i um a friend of mine died a month ago and I journaled and I wrote a letter to him
0: oh, of yeah.
1: everything that I can never say to him
0: again mm, mm. and
1: and of how I'm feeling about the fact that he took his own life and things like that. Mm. And, um, and that was really, it helped me process a lot of what I'm feeling and kind of put that to rest a little bit. And I think it's not obviously nearly the same level of grief of grieving a job change, but it is a little bit. Yeah. Change in any form has some element of grief to it if, it's, if it means that if that change is, is letting go of something, which it almost always is, right? Whatever it changes in your life, changing your job, moving house, those are all letting go of something, right? Yeah. It's and almost so I like, think, yeah, letting yourself grieve that thing that's gone.
0: Yeah. I, there's, I think there's a re- like, that's beautiful. I think that you've hit on something really important there. And I think that's a reason why we have ceremonies around birth and ceremonies around someone dying.
1: Because mm.
0: they act as kind of primers and a crystallization of our emotions. And in those times we get to metaphorically write a letter to that person and th- allow ourselves to close the open loops with that thing. Like to break up with your job. I think you've put it really mm. well. <laughs> like and you can do that in however you want. And I think, I think, you know, some things sound kooky but if they work, they work. And there's a reason why we do these things. So, like, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Are you going to burn your uniform? Are you going to chuck your d- work laptop in a once. bin? <laughs> did you?
1: <laughs> when I stopped working at Pizza Hut, I burnt my uniform.
0: At Pizza Hut? In the oven at Pizza Hut? No, I'm at,
1: in my garden at home.
0: <laughs> it's good to burn things. Not recommended advice.
1: Although, I heard some woo-woo talk about uh you know how actually apparently burning stuff gives it more energy. So if it's like um it's called something iconic. that is quote negative, then you are giving that thing more energy. Spiritual energy. But I don't know how much I nah, believe in that okay. burning
0: shit feels good. It's up to you. <laughs> it's whatever meaning you prescribe. It's like imagine if,
1: Exactly
0: Imagine if like one of our community members left a comment that said "I love when I'm going through a big change I write it all on little notes all of my worries and I scrunch them up and then you can put all your emotion into that ball and chuck it in the fire Mm. why not it allows you to have that kind of ceremony to things even in Atomic Habits which is a book I'm obsessed with at the moment and we might do a special (laughs) on next week um, is um this advice that says like making a ceremony to like prime yourself for the next thing, is really good, mm. like uh, you've seen this. Imagine if you just try to go to bed at like a time when you're not ready, which is like every night for us, right? Like, <laughs> right, there's no, if you just, if an alarm goes off on your phone that says, oh, you should sleep now, bam, it's midnight. Every night I think, fuck no, no way am I gonna go to bed <laughs> right away. <laughs> If I set an alarm like an hour before saying, sleep is in one hour, maybe have a cool down, maybe stretch mm. for a bit within dim lighting, you know, all like that means that, that when it is really midnight or whatever time I want to go to bed, I'm way more likely to actually go to bed mm, because yeah. I've been primed for it.
1: So if we can make these transitions more gradual so you know this 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 comes up in like daily transitions right like that's something that's known I think that a lot of ADHD struggle with is like task shifting yes. you know, daily transitions but big life changes are just a task shift on mega <laughs> right
0: right they're the biggest of task shifts
1: <laughs> yeah and so I think that's that's a good way to frame it is like okay now I'm and I think that was why maybe I had those big anxiety feelings on Monday was because I thought it maybe would be more gradual. Yeah. And I thought it would be like, okay, well, slowly, like, let you down. And then it was like, boom!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: gone. You're gone.
0: <laughs> You're gone. Low.
1: Yeah. But Whoa. I think that's a, that's a good tip, though. It's like give yourself
0: some time. I was thinking, Process. sorry, mm-hmm. I'll give you time to process. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking when another thing that would help with big changes and, it's, and it, this relates to your situation too, is what I call, I call it a re-sus. Like in Australia, you have this word called sus where you're sussing out something, you're figuring yeah. it out. But people also call it a check-in and what I feel like that is is where you look at your life circumstances and you ask L- what am I working with here I've got this I, I'm living in Canada you could say you could say mm-hmm. I'm you know I'm single I've got this can, this dog and I've got this apart- apartment I've got this van mm-hmm. and you just look at your life and, and think what can I do with that to enjoy life the best and make my, my future life as best as it can be Mm. and I think that is something that can really help with big changes because I think the existential crisis part comes in when the brain is freaking out, trying to grab onto something because its structure has been removed, right? Mm. And what that does, a check-in, and you can do that journaling or you can do it with a friend or however suits you best, it helps you see what situation you really are working with and it allows you to place your feet on that ground. And it's my favorite thing at the moment, every time. I do it like four times a day, not gonna lie. When Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do, I'm like, right, let's check in, write (laughs) down all the things on my done list because for me, I'm like working on like, being more powerful and doing things more. And that Mm -hmm. works for me. And you can just write down like, you can just answer the questions. What? would be the best thing to do for my life right now and it leads you on a great journey i tell you that that, Mm. i started it like a week ago and it's going good which is crazy for me to say i'm so happy to be able to say that but yeah check-ins amazing Mm -hmm. holy moly why didn't i know how good journaling was before i have no idea i'm a changed (laughs) man
1: this this whole episode has become ben loves journaling
0: yeah i'm a changed man
1: uh, I like so someone said I reframe it and try to find the good so we were basically talking about this like how do you how do you write your story like what what story are you telling yourself yeah right about this and it's it's kind of the same as f- call it an adventure or you know whatever reframe it try and find the good
0: is that what they said try and yeah. find the good and reframe it I love that
1: because I think there there is always good that comes out of a situation, you know? Change is good because change means you're not stagnant. And the other thing that I worry about all the time is that I'm gonna get stuck and do the same thing, right? right? So I have to remind myself like, oh, I'm not doing that because I'm changing, I'm not stuck in my same job that I have been for three years. That's great! That's amazing.
0: You're free, Whoa. yes. Yeah, you could you could frame something like you could frame your exact situation. Oh no, I got let go. Or you can reframe it like, oh my god, I'm free. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Woo! I'm free as a bird. Yeah, that's cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Reframing then, is powerful as fuck.
1: Oh, so much, yeah.
0: The free. Someone
1: else said. uh You know, how do you deal with big changes? Lots of focus on self-care. Water, food, sleep, time outside, talk to friends, and lots of reminding myself this feeling will pass and everything will work out.
0: Oh, I
1: think that self-talk is so important. And I was trying to do that the other day. I had, you have to sit in it a little Mm, bit and mm. be like, this is uncomfortable, and remind yourself this will pass.
0: Yeah. in fact yeah. I was just thinking that that's this kind of skill in itself
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that even by being able to do that once and being able to say I am going to get through this I mm. you know things are going to work out or even like doing exactly what you said it means you're making a vote that when your life evaporates or when the floor falls out from underneath you, you have already voted to become the kind of person that can find your feet or fly mm-hmm. when that happens. yeah, It's like, I was saying, to put that easy- in easier words, it's just saying that you can accept in advance that shit's gonna happen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know? and, and I think something To remember, and I know this is like a a phrase that just gets passed around, but the only constant in life is change. Boom. Nothing ever stays the same. (laughs) And on the same article, on the attitude one, one of the things he said when he was talking to his therapist about, you know, I, you know, and struggling dealing with change is talking about acceptance. And you accept constantly changing nature of life. So you mm. and that's easier said than done. But but just finding acceptance and like there will always be change. Mm. And and then saying and that is okay mm. at the end of that. You know? I think And Yeah. One ahead. other thing that someone said related to this all is they just put in quote marks, I have adjusted to changes before and will again.
0: Oh that is such a good one. David like and here's why <laughs> there's this fellow called David Goggins who is an absolute legend he does like he's SEAL training and like can do anything he's a, mm. he's a master he said when shit gets hard I can't do his accent but <laughs> when shit gets hard there comes a point where you want to give up and there mm. comes a point where you don't want to do it anymore and he said that when that point comes remember the times you have triumphed Remember Mm -hmm. the times when things were really hard and you did it, and remember the times where you have like grown insanely on the times you've triumphed. Like we all have those moments in in some sort of way. And remembering who who you are by remembering Mm -hmm. those things at that time will always keep you going. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so, I've used that like a few times this week. Because I'm on a diet yeah. and like I'm sleeping better, whatever. And I remember, I'm like, hey, I've done a bunch of hard shit before. I've mm-hmm. done stuff that's way harder than this. This is like yeah. eating a pepper for lunch. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright, all right? Like it's fine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> I can it's do okay. it.
0: I can do it. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I love that. Love I have that. adjusted to changes before and will again. And it's true, you know. Change. More changes will happen in
0: life. Apparently, that's why humans are so good. We're supposed (laughs) to be the most mentally resilient mammal or something because we can adjust to changes so well. But they did this. I heard of this like test with monkeys they did where they like moved the floor weird or something, and the monkeys like couldn't deal with it. Oh wow! And humans could deal with it. So we're like pre-wired to be adjustable to change. And that's why we're still in existence Mm. at the moment.
1: moment. (laughs) We'll see what's happening next week. No, no, I'm always (laughs) like
0: that. I'm always like that. Sorry. (laughs) But yeah, like I wrote a bunch of things down. I wrote down, you can make pre... Oh, here's one thing I really want to talk about. Oh, my God. One thing that really helped is when I'm when the floor falls out from beneath me and I'm like, what mm-hmm. am I doing?
1: Uh, I'm floating. <laughs> it's
0: easy to think at that time, thinking of something that's not now. It's you're, you're thinking about the next chapter instead of this chapter that you're in. Yeah. And so I chunk up, and this is a default for my thinking these days anyway, because I get overwhelmed like, a m- like loads anyway, is I chunk up everything into like, I don't know, like really small chunks of like whatever, three days or whatever. And I call, I have a name for the chunk sometimes, but I'm just thinking about the chunk I'm in. Mm. And like, I find that when I'm most stressed, I'm actually thinking about a future chunk.
1: Oh, for sure, yeah. I think the biggest thing about worry and anxiety in general is you're in the future. Your mind is in the future instead of in the now.
0: Yeah, and so when my thoughts come back to, right, let's just open my eyes for a second, it's like, look around let's like think like what is the situation okay it's a wednesday it's three fifteen p.m. i'm a <Yeah>. human i'm <laughs> looking at the sky yeah boom from there i can work and be like what should i do now maybe i'll cry for a bit <laughs> maybe i'll feel this emotion for a bit and then after that i can think about future chunks but that's something that's really helped me i call it chunking the chapters
1: yeah i like that <laughs> sorry i just saw another what? comment that what? relates Tell me. to what i was talking about earlier Tell and they right said now. first of all username flita flada <laughs> great
0: flita flada,
1: flita flada. <laughs> um said keep reminding myself what it will bring but take special limited time to grieve slash sit with the loss
0: yeah right yes this is it this this is it, isn't it? Can you say it again because i i wanna i wanna think about it some more
1: So keep reminding myself what it will bring, as in the change because usually change does bring something good, but take special limited time to grieve and sit with the loss.
0: Wow, another poetic mm. response, holy moly, this is like having like fourth like a a thousand therapists respond to like any annoying thing that we have going on that's so good
1: yeah and someone else said I plan note down why it's important you know along the same lines of you know remind myself what it will bring why it's important try and follow through and then they said sometimes I crumble but I try (laughs) and that's okay you know And, and I think that falls down to everyone who said just cry it's
0: okay you know what I think at big transitions there is that emotional period where Mm -hmm. you kind of you don't have to focus on anything except for self love Mm -hmm. because why should we you know Mm. there's no reason we're not like like how good we are as people isn't a result of how productive we're being it's down to you know looking after ourselves and others in our community mm-hmm. i feel so that comes num- that comes first oh
1: yeah and someone else did. i try to imagine all the good that can come from it and lots of weed to calm the nerves <laughs> <laughs> that's a system that's yeah. cool my partner said that he smokes a lot of weed and mm. the other night we're trying he came over just to be with me because I sent him a voice message and I was like, I don't sound sad existential dream.
0: Me. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Um and funny enough, by the time he came over at like 7 PM, I was feeling better. But it was also just nice to have him yeah. there. Like rub my shoulders. And when we were getting to bed, I was like, just my brain is like and um, it wasn't necessarily that I was like thinking thoughts over and over again. It was just like that feeling that your mind is busy, but you yeah. can't actually have any concrete thoughts.
0: Yeah. Which is just the I
1: state of an ADHD brain. Being um, but more so when you're feeling anxious about yeah. um, things. And then he was like, wow, well, why don't you smoke some weed? He's like, well, that's what I would do. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. For me personally, don't like the feeling of being high that much and it makes me feel even sometimes more anxious because now i'm like i'm more uncomfortable
0: <laughs> yeah i'll we'll get some uh, good strains but mm-hmm. yeah but i think for a
1: lot of people it does help calm the nerves and take away some of that racing feeling and yeah that, like <gasps>
0: it's a good emergency break because it kind of like helps you think in a kind of non-linear way it, it does bring you closer to your emotions, I feel, because you can't mm. help but feel them, and you can't. You can. But what you can do is you have this greater resolution of body sensation, if you have a good indica, mm. and you can feel where there is tension in your body, and release that by stretching
1: mm. the
0: tension out. And I feel like because our body and our minds are linked when we stretch that out we feel like way better in our minds Yeah, which is a cool what I've found good but like I was going to say that like when you're going through a big change having someone that understands you and can Mm -hmm. be present with you without projecting anything and can be an ear for you that is such a gift to have yeah it is golden
1: yeah and it's interesting because one of the reasons I felt better by the time he came over was because I had my weekly ASL class from learning ASL at the moment oh, and I think that wow. goes back to one of those things of like lean into the things that are staying the same.
0: Oh that's nice.
1: And so I know 5pm on Mondays I have my ASL class mm. at least for this 8 week period, this chunk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have
1: you yes. know yeah, I know on Mondays at 5 p.m. And that is not going to change until this semester or this term is over. So that is something that I can hold on to and that I really enjoy and that it's using my brain and that I'm Mm. learning. And I think that's why after the class was done, I was like, oh, I'm like not feeling like a giant ball of anxiety as I was when I went into it.
0: Oh, that's so nice. And you've got your dog and your cat. Yeah. These things provide stability in some way. And your partner, that's so nice. Hmm. Oh. I
1: have to, yeah. Remind myself, I need to do a chicken. I need to suck a chicken. out. A chicken.
0: <laughs> in Officer. Oh, sh- you want to do a chicken? <laughs> I need to <laughs> chicken. <laughs> chicken. Dude, it's the answer to everything, I swear. Sudden changes yeah. can be intense. Yeah, was a note I wrote. <laughs> I wrote, accept that times will be stressful Ooh, here's a, here's a cool one I, I wrote mm-hmm. down, this is like I did some research and I wrote down the best of It says, <laughs> make the change in a way That's fun for you E.g. music or with friends mm. You know, like there's a big difference between Like seeing this change And be like, oh fuck, my life's over Or you can be like, how can I make this fun How can I make this the best Thing that ever happened to me how can I mm. just have how can I just do what's best for me and my bot right now?
1: Yeah. I like that, that I can make this the most fun. One of the other <laughs> things my partner suggested the other night was like, why don't you just like take that wall and make it your project for the
0: oh, <laughs> So then you nice. have something to
1: focus on.
0: <laughs> well, you're painting a wall?
1: I I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what I'm gonna do with it.
0: He just said out of the blue. Yeah. That's but hilarious. I think it's that
1: idea of um because, you know, the, the change for me right now is that my, my job has moved <laughs> and I don't have the set, like, this is what you do during this time thing. Yeah. and So not having that thing that I do, I need to allocate something to that time. And that goes with some, the person who said, create a new routine. It's like, okay, during this time from 10 till midday, I will decorate the wall
0: whatever it is. I like that. No, no, no. Because here's why I find that really interesting. It's because the guy, in this book, Atomic Habits, it basically talks about how identity forms a a huge function of what we're up to. And obviously, like, when you work doing your job and you've done it for a long time, you associate your identity and a huge part of, like, your habit pattern is your identity. And it's all, like, one Mm. thing. And when that changes, you're like, fuck, who am I? What am I doing in a way? You know what I mean? And so it's like, you're almost choosing a new identity. And to have a wall project to go on is like saying, (laughs) I am an artist. Yeah. You know, like you're saying like, I am this, or I am that, or I'm someone that can take this and run with it, Mm -hmm. and he says that, aligning yourself with like a chosen identity is the best way to make new habits anyway i'm obsessed with habits mm. at the moment but it is <laughs> it is relevant
1: so I, something someone else said was um breaking it down into several small changes and taking them on one at a time and then related mm. to that someone else said i ask myself how do you eat an elephant
0: oh that's a good yeah. one
1: bite at a time right (laughs) yeah so uh, it's about okay so it's obviously not the same in my situation but it's you know if you're moving house or if you are doing some other big change then you can say okay so what um, is the first part of that and how do I move into the next section, slowly, what like a little chunk at a time. I think it's that what you were saying, giving yourself that longer period of transition.
0: Yeah. i even asking that question, what is, what is the one physical thing right now that would take less than two minutes that I can do right now? I think that's such a powerful question. Because it's like, when you're eating an elephant, I'm always like, wow, how do I get this trunk in my mouth?
1: you know (laughs) you just can't do it
0: (laughs) it's hard to do but if you're like hmm okay I can nibble the very tip (laughs) I can nibble the very tip (laughs) of Of the the snout (laughs) of the snout or maybe a nibble of the ear maybe I'll give an ear piercing with my little teeth (laughs) you know um that's how to eat an elephant sometimes just to lick because people are always like like just do the first thing no do the microscopic first thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: stand up to eat the elephant stand <laughs> up and walk a step and five steps like those like making it smaller and smaller is something that's really helped me with my recent life when mm-hmm. things are hard and overwhelming
1: yeah. Oh, another thing someone said was expect them and embrace them. And that, I think, goes back to like change is constant, acceptance. And then, yeah, if you're expecting that there is going to be change. And yes. I think in some ways, like going back to my current situation, I was uncomfortable for a day, but I wasn't like, ah, oh! like when I first found out back a month ago that our department was getting deleted, I had a really big anxiety moment because I was like, I don't know what that means for um, my status in Canada. I don't know what that means for like what I'm doing, for income, X, Y, Z. Wow. There was just like a big list of unknowns. Yes. But because that process of actually getting made redundant took about a month, month and a half, then i was expecting and at some point i was like accept okay i am probably not going to be working here anymore and so even though it's uncomfortable right now i think because i knew it was coming it made it a little bit easier to go through yeah and that's part of the embracing it right like okay i'm this is happening.
0: Mm. And
1: like, you know, when you go to a theme park and you're going up that big, you know, the thing that shoots you up in the air and then drops you back down. Yeah, yeah. And then once you're in your seat, you're strapped in. Yeah. And you're like, "Oh." <laughs> and it's well, a lot of fun, but it's uncomfortable, right? In that moment yeah. just before yeah. you drop, but you know it's going to happen, so you hold on to it's your braces. In. And yeah, you're ready, it's and happening. you're like, "Okay." Yeah. We're doing it. And then you drop in. It feels great. And you scream and it's a lot of fun.
0: That's a great metaphor, Annie. <laughs> How do you feel about your life now? You feel better? I'm
1: currently dropping um, in free fall. <laughs> Woo! Wow,
0: <laughs> Wow, <Woo! Alcabunga. laughs> Make sure you put up your arms and yell loud.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly.
0: Because
1: <laughs> <Woo! laughs> yeah, theme parks are always more fun when you lean into it and you're like, oh yeah this yeah. is like our uh, endorphins are good as it's opposed funny. to being like
0: <sighs> you know it's like when um i i follow a few crypto currency forums mm. and when the price goes down everyone's like net worth just drops yeah. and, and a lot of comments are like oh make sure you chuck your arms up for the roller coaster wee <laughs> you know it's, yeah. a, it's a nice little reframe. Oh, that's nice. Wow. Let's uh, do you want to share some other ones that people have sh- shared?
1: Yeah. Have you got any...
0: This person says, online therapist, journaling, mm. yoga, music and a ton of patience with myself.
1: Oh, I love that. Patience. Patience.
0: With oh my gosh. I swear that is If there was like a course for ADHDs I where patience would be like on it you know and accepting <laughs> random crap that happens
1: acceptance <laughs> and patience
0: yeah cause like these are things right. that
1: are hard though
0: I know it is hard but it's it's an interesting skill
1: yeah especially with yourself because I think sometimes we hold ourselves to the highest standards and we're like why are
0: you not okay with this I know but like, why should you be okay with this? You know. Yeah. We're not and, robots. And, and
1: sitting in that feeling of like it's it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. And I, that was some of the comments I got. Like I said, people responded to um, me saying, "I'm this this feeling sucks," basically, and crying. And a few of the comments that I got were, "You're doing fine. It's okay." not to be okay, basically.
0: And yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, why would the world expect us to just be like, yeah, okay, shit has happened to me, might as well just do the same things as I was before. <laughs> nah, we gotta have that ceremony, that, that time to mourn the thing. Mm. It's an interesting concept. I keep thinking about how you could write a letter to your old job.
1: Yeah <laughs> Or something like that I think that's really interesting Yeah Something someone else said was Try to visualize the after scene Of settling into those changes Ooh. What would I gain from that And that that's great The like visualization that we were talking about Before to help you prepare But also visualizing Okay See myself Once I'm settled in Once I'm comfortable Once I know these changes I
0: love that That gives you a north star too yeah. To like work with. That's really powerful. Then you, then you can, then, I swear, like when you have like that kind of subconscious image, your subconscious starts working towards it anyway.
1: Mm.
0: Which is freaking cool, freaking groovy. Let me share some.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, craft projects, something to keep the hands busy. Freaking yes tangible tangible things that you can touch <laughs> I'd highly recommend clay working with clay is so cool because mm. if you get frustrated you can just squidge it like as hard as you want and yeah. it's like that mindful like hands on kind of situation gardening is amazing
1: mm-hmm.
0: painting it's like you know when you wake up in the morning and you're so groggy you don't even know how to think and if you have like one thing that you can do easily it like makes your life easier
1: yeah, make coffee. Yeah,
0: <laughs> right. So, so like, that's really helped me. Like I wake up in the morning, I can't think, but I like broom. I like brush the floor because mm. it's like hella dusty here. Yeah. Um,
1: that's on my to-do list today. Sweep.
0: Oh, that's nice. So yeah, like having a physical, tangible thing. I love that. That's a great suggestion. Mm.
1: Yeah, it is. Someone else said, I try to take things step by step. If I only look at the big picture, I get overwhelmed.
0: Yeah, that's true. Chunk yeah. by chunk. Chapter I'll by chapter. Break up
1: that elephant.
0: <laughs> chop, chop, chop.
1: <laughs> now I'm visualizing breaking up an elephant. That's so gross.
0: Like, I know, I know. There needs to be a new metaphor. Like <laughs> yeah, something for big. vegans. i more vegan. Dismantling
1: it.
0: How do a, I... How do I melt down a 747? <laughs> One tiny chunk at a time.
1: Yeah, or just get a really big oven. I know, I know, that
0: makes it too easy. But. How do I eat a giant chocolate sculpture? Mm. One chunk at a time. Or you have a big, big mouth. <laughs> Boom.
1: Exactly. And so, like, one of those things is changeable and one of those is not, right? We like, I can't mouths. change my mouth.
0: <laughs> That's true. It's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> Crying. Oh, man, it's so, it's so good that people are saying it's fine to cry. I love that.
1: Yeah. Give myself the time and space to deal with the emotions and feelings that come with it. Time to process and talk about it with someone. Also, someone who's involved maybe so that it's okay for myself to feel this way.
0: Yes. Talking to people. I -hmm. think Brené Brown says that when we feel strong emotions that it's when talking to people that actually helps us like crystallize it for some reason. Mm. Because they bounce back a a new narrative for us
1: yeah because sometimes we get stuck in the one narrative yeah we we are
0: Yeah, we can't rewrite
1: the script right
0: yeah we're stuck (laughs) in our own perspective or our own emotions but another person can look at it from the outside and be like yeah you just need to sleep
1: yeah you need a co-writer on your script in life
0: (laughs) yeah we do we need someone else to be like maybe your core habit should be hydration (laughs) hydrate Hydrate mate
1: yes, A hydration mate <laughs>
0: These are amazing responses A good yeah. cry then a funny movie
1: Yes mm-hmm.
0: That's great Oh my gosh Bit of RuPaul's Drag Race That will shock you out of anything That you are stuck in <laughs> <laughs> But you know what There's a big difference between avoiding the feeling And facing it you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And like, I think sometimes avoidance is okay because you, there is a f- level of self-protection there, you know? I know. But there is a point where you do have to face it head on. Be like,
0: That's, yeah. Why? Yeah. That's why his journaling is so good because it's kind of like externalizing it. Yeah, I said it. Sorry, I, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? It's amazing. The
1: answer to big changes Journal
0: <laughs> journaling. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I love it.
1: Yeah, that's good though. It's reminding me to journal. I keep being like, oh, I need to journal in the mornings. And then I don't, and then I
0: journal at night.
1: And I'm like, it shouldn't make a difference, but I feel like it's just, I want it to be part of my morning routine.
0: Put it somewhere, like they call it, decrease the resistance, put it somewhere really obvious. It's right in next to my bed. Can you work there? Can you write there?
1: No, I do write in bed sometimes, but then I think I'm more, if it's next to bed, it's like, oh, it's the thing I do at nighttime, right? So maybe I need ah. to put it on my kitchen Put table.
0: it next to the coffee machine. <gasps> You're welcome
1: yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's what you do in the morning with the pen and open it then there's zero resistance
1: yeah leave it open at night next to the coffee machine
0: that is the secret I swear yeah I've been redesigning my space to decrease any resistance got a Mm. journal open at all times just I have so
1: many notebooks around
0: (laughs) oh yeah all the time well it looks like you coped with your big change
1: I'm doing okay you know and I think there'll be moments that come and go of like big existential dread feeling and then just sitting in it is okay and one other thing I also wanted to mention was um, I have trouble figuring out whether or not I'm hungry or anxious
0: (laughs) Mm, so
1: uh i kind of tapped that on the end of of my stories yesterday yeah people were like yeah i know what you mean
0: it's (laughs) interesting because it's it's in the belly
1: yeah it's the same place and like right now i think i'm definitely hungry but Hmm. when it when you're when you are feeling overwhelmed you're like am i hungry or am i anxious and sometimes eating helps and sometimes it doesn't help and you just feel weird after eating
0: interesting Do you ever do that thing where you close your eyes or, like, lay down and just, like, listen to the feeling?
1: Not often, but I should do it more.
0: (laughs) I wonder what that would do. Yeah. Because I think that when I'm overwhelmed with a big sensation and it's so noisy, it takes up, like, my perceptions, Mm -hmm. you know, the the ram in my brain that's normally dedicated to, like, perceiving the world. And I can't do anything because the sensation is so freaking loud. Yeah When that happens I try and Delete all sensory input So like I put headphones on I close my eyes And I just like Listen to whatever's annoying In my feeling And I just give it a chance to like It's like a kid needing attention You know You just give it some love And it's like alright It's alright After that Yeah
1: Give it some love I like yeah, that
0: Yeah Give it some love Breathe Right
1: on. So Nice Recap What thing. Have we learned how to deal with changes?
0: What have you learned? Tell me, you're the one that's been going through the changes.
1: Find something you can hold on to Mm. from your old life, whatever that may be. Like I said, I lean into my classes on Mondays and taking the dog for a walk in the middle of the day. Those things are staying the same. Mm. That's okay. Cry.
0: Yeah, man. (laughs) That's okay. Crying is okay. Just cry.
1: Break it up into a smaller transition, if you can. You know, that's not always possible, but if you can, break it up into a slower transition.
0: Little chunks, yeah. Chunk it up. Your new life.
1: And for me, at least, I think, uh, give yourself that time to grieve the thing that is gone. yeah, Whatever it is.
0: Yeah, wow. Makes me think deep. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's what's funny about being a podcast. It's like, sometimes I just want to think for a bit and not speak. (laughs) Like, that's profound. Well, good job. Yeah, I've learned that crying is okay. I've refreshed my mind that journaling is amazing. Mm Check-ins, I love Mm. the idea of checking in with what your situation is right now. yeah being in the
1: now instead of the unknown that is the future
0: i love that it's so juicy it's so good pre a reminder of pre-thinking and advanced on the probability tree if that makes sense i don't know how to word it that well but
1: so going down all the different routes that are possible and doing that mental visualization of those options
0: yeah it doesn't need to be like more than two options but like pre-thinking the two main things is just blooming helpful and Mm. also transitioning between things with some kind of ceremony it's nice so like going to bed having that time to relax into the next thing that you're doing and having some sort of adjustment period it's really helpful for some reason you know to Mm. get your brain because your brain is thinking in advance About how to do that thing, and we need that for when we're doing the thing. We can't just do the thing, we need to plan about the thing. You know, we're also
1: very bad at planning because of impulsivity.
0: But we started on planning, (laughs) whole other thing. I will do, (laughs) I will plan. So, I we should do another episode on planning because planning is because we always
1: plan the podcast about a day in advance.
0: That is planning, though. That's how to plan like a master.
1: (laughs) One of my friends, just side note, Mm. messaged our group chat yesterday. And she was like, so I booked my holiday off for June, July, and August next year. (gasps) Wow. But that's also just because of some stuff she has in her job where they basically have to get it booked in. Otherwise, they won't get it. But I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing next week. I can
0: never. (laughs) Is that true for you too? You only plan like really short period in advance
1: oh yeah because it's the adhd brain is uh, time sensitive to now or not now
0: me too that's what time is now or not now (laughs) man i'll never get over the mystery of our our magical brains but i like i I enjoy the ride i
1: like ending an episode with what did we learn from this i think that's nice
0: yeah yeah let's do that next episode and then next episode we're doing a special collaboration
1: with Restless Minds, which is
0: another ADHD podcast they're super cool, I think they're British which is fun Yeah. Um, and we're going to explore um, habit changes which mm-hmm. I think will be really cool because I think it's the secret of everything with ADHD yeah. which I'm really excited for but until next time have a lovely time
1: enjoy yeah. yourself
0: keep that Thanks self-love pumping and, and
1: uh, if you want you can um become a patron and support us in what we do and we would love that and then there's also space you can chat to us on discord so you can find that on uh patreon ADHD doers Thanks.
0: Yeah. appreciate you guys take it easy see you in the next one Bye 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 And stop recording.